Lauren, we've got a fun show today. Oh, we do? Yeah, in fact, we've got a special guest. I'm going to let introduce it. How about that? Well, let's, let's give it a shot. From our sister station, KVYN, it's Drive Time. Mindy, Mindy, what's going on here today on Judd's Napa Valley Show? Well, I'm personally obviously very thrilled to introduce my colleagues at the Blue Note and my boss, Ken Tesler, the owner, and Jessica Sedlicek, our chef. Hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, you guys don't know what you're in for. It's going to be fun, though. Don't look so nervous. It's going to be a fun show. They'll talk more when okay. you ask questions. A little okay. bit more. Stories galore, I was promised. Okay, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you. In the meantime, Lauren, I bet you've got some words of wisdom. We invite you to join Judd and his family's winery on the south end of Silverado Trail at Judd's Hill Winery here in Napa Valley, California, USA. That's right. I would love to have you come visit. Visiting information is at Judd'sHill.com. And while you're online, you can check out our quirky videos. You can see some photos of the family. I mean, you know. Why not? I'm not claiming to be a... Who's a real handsome person these days? Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt. Yeah, sure, sure. Classic. 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 Okay, not claiming to be him, but you might want to see what I look like. You know, you've heard the voice. But the most important thing, look around. Maybe put some wine in your shopping cart. And if you do, we've got a little perk for our listeners. Just for being an avid listener, type in coupon code JNVS, uh, all in lowercase letters, please, no capitals, and you'll get 15% off your wine order. That's right, and if you want a better deal than that, you can join our Judd's Hill Wine Club, which unbiasedly, I will say, is the best wine club in Napa Valley, and for reasons that you can find out by checking it out online or joining. It's free to join. We'd love to have you. We'll show you a good time. That's a promise. That sounds great. Now, on with the show. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of Finkel fun. Get ready for another heap of fascinating things to know. From witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing. Live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Pardon me, I'll have a Chardonnay A marvelous date, it's hard to say I know we never talk about the Sauvignon Blanc It's a must-have on the podcast It's Judd's Napa Valley Show You can't ease this flow If I elaborate over a Cabernet My buddy's the truth You should study my man Juddy And learn something new And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's Judd's Napa Valley Show. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Chad Fingelstein. Good morning, Lauren. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Judd. How about you? I'm great. What's new in the life of Mr. Lauren Mole? Well, on, uh, on March 16th, uh, me and some of my other friends from Everybody's a Star Foundation will be singing the Star Spangled Banner at the Warriors game when they take on uh, the Orlando Magic. Wow, man. How many, this is amazing. You get these arena gigs all the time. How many times have you sung at a major sports event? I think about four times, maybe. Oh, that's it? It seems like, no, it's been more than that. You've, Seven you've times. You've sung Star Spangled Banner. You've sung Take Me Out to the Ball Game. On and on. It's lots of times. Right. So this is March 16th. Yes. At the uh, Oracle Arena. Uh, yes, at their current location, Oracle Arena. That's right. That's what it's called now. And this is through Everybody is a Star. Yes. Which, once again, would you please talk about that foundation? Uh, Everybody is a Star is a non nonprofit 
organization based in Sonoma that helps uh, special needs individuals like myself uh, showcase our talents in, in professional broadcast quality music videos. And it and fabulous. I just pulled on your headphones. Sorry about that for a second. That's I mean, all right. Uh, it's a small small quarters here. And if folks go to the website everybodystar.org, yes, your video can yes. be seen. I just haven't met you yet. That's it. And you look dashing in all the locales around Northern California. It's a great video, and I hope folks will go. By the way, that website I hear goes twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred and. 65 days a year. Isn't that something? Yeah. Everybodystar.org. Yes. And also, on St. Patrick's Day, ah. me and my other friends from uh, Napa Valley Voices, led by the great Cindy Skinner, will be doing a little singing engagement over at Downtown Joe's. Wonderful. That's going to be great. Do you know the time on that? Between 3 and 5. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, we'll be singing some Irish songs. Go go have a nice uh, beer, one of their uh, home-brewed beers over there, and That's listen right. to Lauren and the uh, the local singers. That's right. And you can't forget the good old corned beef and cabbage. I hope not. Yeah, Love so, some uh, good corned beef and cabbage. Yeah, so uh, what's been going on with you, Judd? How was, how was your uh, time off? Time off was great. I've been doing a little travel. I was up in Utah last week. It was beautiful. Got some snow up in Park City. They said the best snow in 10 years, and I didn't even get to go skiing. I was I was busy working, selling ah. wine, but had a great time up there. It's an exciting dining scene up there in Salt Lake and Park City. A lot of folks give me a raised eyebrow when I say that. They don't think of Utah as that... Uh, I don't know. They think of it like, well, I go skiing and I can't get a drink. That's what people think of with Utah, but it's not true. I mean, well, the skiing part definitely is, and now there's some Great dining, a lot of uh, excitement. Uh, the chefs are bringing some of the local agriculture and dairies to the to the to the fore. It's just, it's cool. People are very open minded there. I think when it comes to cuisine, they're not stuck in one rut or expectation. So it's really exploding. That was been a lot of fun, and I'm gearing up. You know, this summer we're going to Alaska. It's the Judd's Hill Wine Cruise to Alaska. That's June 30th to July 7th. I'd love for folks to come. And just this morning on our Judd's Hill Facebook page, we put up a quirky little video of me inviting you. That's you folks listening. And Lauren, I'm looking at you and our guests. Come along. Have a look at the video. It's, it's, it's short. It's quirky. It's fun. Kind of like me. And that's what's going on. We've got a show, though. I want to get right to this. This is oh, exciting. Sure. We've got a lot to talk about. So let's, let's introduce our guest. Would you, would you do the honors, please, sir? Uh, sure, John. To Napa did sail this crew boat. Of paint, they gave the Opera House lobby a new coat. For publicity, they can use this as a true quote. That I dig what's going on there. Not to gloat. Their stage can't contain the musical talent. It's a who's who bloat. Every night at this club called the Blue Note. Please welcome from the Blue Note Napa executive chef Jessica Salachek and owner Ken Tesler. Well, hello, you guys. Thanks so much for joining us. How are you us. doing? Hey, nice to have you here in the studio. We're happy to be here. It's, it's great to have you guys. I, I think I speak for many Nappans who's by saying I'm really excited to have the Blue Note in town. Uh, when I heard that was coming, I knew, wow, things are happening here downtown. The Blue Note's coming, and I just want to get right into it. I want to find out what's happening. I want to find out a little bit about the history of the Blue Note. I want to find out about you two and what's, what you're doing there. So let us start with, um, Ken, you seem to be uh, the man to talk to about the Blue Note. Give me a little bit about the history of what the Blue Note is, going back to New York, because we're, what, 35, 40 years the Blue Note's been around? Yeah, they're going into their 35th year. Uh, the Blue Note is 
started and is still in Greenwich Village in New York City. Yeah. Uh, like I said, 35 years. So a uh, little history on, on how we got here. Uh, I've been doing business with the family that owns the Blue Note brand for a little over 10 years. Oh, okay. And um, my wife has been their general manager at a bunch of their different clubs, including at one time at the Blue Note in New York. So uh, we have quite a history with them. A lot of my family's out here, San Francisco, Davis, etc. So I would visit frequently. And what do you do when you visit this area? You go wine tasting. Sure. So I immediately... <laughs> I immediately fell in, in love with wine country and Napa in particular on these many visits. So maybe five or six years ago, I guess the idea started floating around in my head. God, wouldn't a, a blue note fit beautifully in Napa? Mm. So we took our time, did a lot of research, wanted to find the right venue. And then a couple of Julys ago, the opportunity came up for uh, the possibility of moving into the the beautiful and you know historic Napa Valley Opera House. Yeah, gorgeous venue. And it's unbelievable, and we were you know in, incredibly excited about it. So my partner and I uh, flew in right away. Well, he's actually out of Sacramento. I mm -hmm. I flew in because I was living on the East Coast. You know, a year later, here we are. So uh, you know, I think the stars, so to speak, lined up over the years with the venue coming our way at the right time as mm -hmm. Napa is really exploding on, you know, the city of Napa is yeah. exploding on the scene right now. And you're right downtown, which is we the are. epicenter of it all. Yep, right on Main Street. We, we put the club on the downstairs floor. We completely renovated the place. I invite everybody to come by and see it. Uh, it it kind of speaks for itself. It's hard for me to describe it, <laughs> but we tried to make it an uh, all-encompassing uh, feeling when you come in. You have music, you have food, uh, which Jessica will speak about. You have art that was uh, designed by Gordon Uther, a local artist. Mm -hmm. um, basically, our whole place is an art installation. And of course, you have great wine. So, uh, you know, what more can you ask for is, is the way we look at it. And then upstairs, we have the original room that was the Opera House performance space. And up there, uh, we've dubbed it the uh, Opera House Ballroom at the Margaret Mondavi Theater, paying homage uh, to the Grand Dame of the Valley still. Sure. And uh, up there, we it, it's not the Blue Note. It, it, it's an everything venue. We have rock and roll. We have country. We have all genres of music and whatever fits. And that's a bigger venue that can hold 500-plus people in a standing room type of situation, mm -hmm. or we can put seats in. So uh, we have two venues in one. The Blue Note is leading the charge. It's it's the anchor. Uh, and, you know, we brought Jessica in, or I should say Chef Jessica, who's uh, doing some wonderful things for us from the food front. Well, and fantastic. I want to hear all about that, too. I mean, if you're in Napa, you can't survive, I don't think, on just music alone. You've got to incorporate the food and the wine. That's why people come to Napa. Locals, of course, are always looking for a good place to eat. So let's let me hear a little bit about what the concept for the food is from Chef here. Well, we, we decided we wanted to do something that was really approachable that people really uh, can relate to um, without being too, too fussy. Um, so we decided we were going to go with the concept of wine country comfort food. So we, we design dishes that are very uh, are reminiscent of, of traditional American cuisine, um, sandwiches, comfort food that, that you would have had when you were a kid. But of course... Being Napa and and, and uh, we need to put a little twist on it, so uh, we modernized it. I, I put my background and influence in it. Being from San Diego, from Southern California, there's there's some Mexican ingredients in there, and then um, also you know I grew up. I was uh, 
I'm half Filipina, and so there's a lot of kind of Asian nods in there as well. So mm. um, we, we really try to have fun with the menu. It's, it's a playful menu. It's nothing serious. The food, just like, you know, the music and, and the beverage program, we're just, you're there to have a good time. It's a complete package and experience. It's not just, like Ken said, just about the music or just about the food um, or the wine. It's, it's something that you just, you come to a place and you can just have a good time and relax. Have a full experience, you know, it's Precisely. the blue experience. How'd you get involved with these guys? Because you've got a good pedigree. I know you were at the French <laughs> Laundry, Goose and Gander, I believe, another one of my yeah, favorite spots. Yeah, so. I opened that place up. You opened it. Okay. I did, yeah, with uh, with uh, Chef Kelly McCown. And yeah. It was a, it was a lot of fun, but yeah. So it's uh, yeah. How'd you find these guys, or how'd you find her? Or how did it, how did that all happen? Well, it, it's kind of another uh, instance of the stars lining up. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I didn't think I was a big believer in that, but uh, things have worked out really well for us here so far. And basically, we had come across a a different executive chef when we first opened up, and that executive chef brought Chef Jessica in as his sous chef. And very rapidly, for kind of strange reasons, things didn't work out with that first chef. And, uh, you know, I I always um, liken it to kind of a football analogy. You know, uh, the the star quarterback goes down and and the... the backup out of college steps up having, you know, and, and, and it's the playoffs and, you know, throws a bunch of touchdowns and wins the game. Well, that's Jessica. So when things weren't going to work out with the first chef who was only around for a couple weeks, we turned to Jessica because she, she had already knocked it out of the park and stepped in mm. and said, you know what, the job is yours if you want it. And there was no hesitation. She stepped up. And it's and it's been phenomenal ever since. You know, she and I kind of connected on something. I had an idea for a long time, and it really hadn't formulated well in my head. And we were sitting around talking at two in the morning after shutting down the place. She came to me hesitantly with an idea, and thought I was going to think it was crazy. And it was actually what I was thinking of. I just, like I said, hadn't formulated it. She wanted to pair our food with our music, which. I, you know, wine pairing obviously is, yeah. is something that happens in the valley all the time. And we do pair wine with our food, of course, but now we pair food, wine, and music. And, it, and it's really exciting. So, Jessica. I, 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 I'm on that wavelength too. They've written down in front of me is, is, you know, you're known for this music, you're known for the cuisine. Is there somehow you pair the two to fit the moods of each other? So, I'm very excited. And I think I, 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 I can't wait to hear the story. Go ahead. How, how does that happen? I interrupted. Oh, was what I'm saying. I think I interrupted we, you to tell you. I, I'm going to let Jessica. To say, I'm so. going to let Jessica talk to it yeah. mostly because it's the food part. But okay. um, she creates specials, and you know it depends on what bands are coming in. So, Jessica. So we had um, we had a Hawaiian band, for example, come in, and we did a um, we did some Hawaiian specials, um, kind of luau type of food. We've done we've done specials for when we have a we had a traditional new orleans big bands come in and we did you know gumbo and and cornbread and things like that oh, and of okay. course just uh just depending on where they are coming from and what type of music is also what we try to pair our food with so we actually just did an event with wine and uh, music which was it was a full dinner tasting menu and four different bands came in and played uh 30 minute sets wow and then um we poured four different wines with those dishes. So the first band was from L.A. So we did our uh, braised and charred octopus tacos um, with our house-made tortillas. That and L.A. fusion exactly. taco truck type cuisine. <clears throat> yep. Precisely, okay. yeah. And then um, a second band came on. He was from uh, New Zealand. So we, we paired that with um, a beautiful Chardonnay. And uh, uh, we had 
It's the oysters. Oh, the oysters. That's right. Our baked oysters. Oh. Big oyster fan. <laughs> I forgot. Ah, oh, yes. Oh, our baked oysters. And um, and then the, the third course, uh, this this woman from Finland, and she it just had a beautiful, soulful, deep voice. And so we thought, you know, what do we what do we pair with that? And what is Finnish cuisine? Ah, exactly. Well, see, I, I had know. to do some research. Um, it was very difficult to find out. They don't have a very. It, it's not something that you think of when when you think of Finland. Is 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 any particular dish at all. So we did. I, I yeah. consider myself a pretty worldly eater. And the minute you said Finland, I'm like, well, what would <laughs> be? I'm, I don't know. I mean, I think of reindeer, but I, I assume they eat that. I don't know. There's probably things I've preserved things because it's very frozen. I don't know. What, 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 what did you find out? So I actually couldn't really find a dish that, that would fit with our concept and would fit with Finland cuisine, would make that, that connection. So again, we went back to who's the singer? What type of music is it? And we, I actually we listened to her. I, I, was, I was just trying to think of, of things that would go. And all of a sudden, coffee She's, she has this beautiful, deep, rich voice. Mm. Coffee popped into my head. So we did a coffee and cardamom rubbed mangalitsa pork rib. So it was, um, so these mangalitsa. So it's not funny. They're so, it's <laughs> no, so marbled. I have no idea how good yeah. these are. I'm begging her to put these on the menu on if, a regular basis. If only we had the webcam that Lauren's been wanting to install. You should see Ken's face right now. It, like <laughs> like the, this look of pure joy and satisfaction just like swept over him when he thought of that dish. You know you're doing well. Really good. There you go. And that's, you know, half the battle is, is trying to, to cook for this man. He's, 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 so, uh, he's so food-oriented and, and knows exactly what he likes. And, um, mm. But it, it's, it's great. It helps. Uh, we're able to bounce off ideas. So it's um, a true partnership. It's, it's nice. That's very cool that you can just catch a mood off a musician and get inspired to create a menu. That, that takes something. Yeah, it, like you said, it's a, it's about the music as much as it is about the food. So it's it's how you feel, just like art. When you look at it, it's how it makes you feel. It's very very much emotional. So that's what food is. It's mm-hmm. it's about bringing back those memories and and eating something and having a feeling at the same time. It's not just about feeding your body, it, although that's important. Um, yeah. It's a it's a very it's very much uh, it brings into all those emotions that we that we grew up with. So. I, I I couldn't agree more, and I, th- I think there are some folks who view food as just nothing uh, more than fuel, and there's some that just take special delight in it. And I consider myself in the latter. I mean, I I love to eat. It's you know one of my favorite things to do. And <laughs> I, I'll try. I'll drive. You know, if I'm in LA, I'll even brave the freeways to go an extra half hour because I know there's a place that has a special something or other, and oh, I've got to try it. I love it. Now you grew up in Southern California. I did. Did, did you have a food background? Is this something your family instilled in you, or is this a path you found on your own? Let's hear a little bit about that. Oh, um, well, I I went to school in New York, culinary school um, at the the Culinary Institute of America in mm-hmm. Hyde Park. Oh. Um, so I do have formal training, but um, my love of food really grew when I was. Uh, with my grandmother on their farm. They had a farm in South Dakota. Um, Yes, outside of Mitchell. It was actually in Alexandria, which is this super small town, like (laughs) under a thousand people kind of thing. And and so this this was their retirement plan was having this farm. So they actually grew all their vegetables. We had cows, we had chickens. And my grandmother, I just remember sitting in her kitchen, shucking peas and watching her cook. She was an amazing cook, would make dishes out of basically nothing and everything um we there was there was very little and she would put together these enormous feasts for for a very large family so that's where kind of that that nugget was was planted in my head and i was uh that's where inspiration came from um down the road as well so it's grandma's um, kitchen grandma's kitchen that's that's where Uh, it all started and then in san you said san diego right oh that was in south dakota i grew grew up in san diego Diego. i did well there's a lot of influence from many different cultures i don't know how sure yeah 
ethnically diverse the farm in South Dakota was. Not I don't want to so make much. assumptions, <laughs> but uh, I would imagine in San Diego you caught a flavor for the rest of the world. That is that is exactly uh, how it happened. So um, San Diego is there's so many different cultures there, um, Hispanic and Asian influences. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a large uh, Filipino community which which my my father introduced me to. Um, so there's it's it's a lot more diverse uh, culinarily than San, uh, South Dakota. It was South Dakota was very home cooked American fare, um, and then San Diego was a lot of like you said, taco trucks and um, Thai cuisine. Oh, I have the best little place for, for Thai cuisine in San Diego if you're ever there. Uh, I'm um, there <laughs> with some regularity, so we're going to talk. Okay, we'll And do I also that. get to New York with some regularity, oh. so Ken and I, we're going to talk to you. But getting yeah. back to this, so San Diego. So, so San Diego, um, that's, where, that's where the food, food uh, love of food, love of eating, I should say, yeah. really came about. Um, and then when I was in New York, g- being exposed to all the kind of fine dining, more mm-hmm. high-end um, places was eye-opening again it just expanded my my uh what I knew was possible in in food so it's um and then coming back here to the to the valley and we have such abundant produce it's just beautiful the seasonality of everything and I mean you can't beat it anywhere even even in New York where people are uh, the restaurants are world-class you can't beat our produce in California especially in northern California it's just it's it's a it's a gift we have. Oh, there, there's no doubt. The yeah. farms, the gardens, it, it's incredible that the diversity of of plant life that grows mm-hmm. here that ends up on plates in fine restaurants. I love the fact that just backyard gardeners will show up. At the, has this happened to you? They'll show up at your door, or maybe you find somebody that just grows something in their backyard. Like, hey, I want that for tonight's special, and you just go get it. I I, I know that that's happened at some friends' restaurants. These folks will show up. Uh, with some strange greens they grew, and, and then boom, it's a it's in the special. I had anyway. Uh, I want I don't want to talk about me too much uh, and my experiences. I want to find out more about you. But yes, living here, you have such access to great food and fresh. Um, the food concept is great. We do have to take a break. We're going to get back and we're going to talk about the music concept at Blue Note. We've got from the Blue Note Napa owner Ken Tesler and executive chef Jessica Sedlicek. We'll be back with more of Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. 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 At 1440 on your AM dial in the San Francisco Bay Area and streaming live in San Diego at KVON.com, it's East Coast meets West Coast on Judd's Napa Valley Show. That's right, Lauren Moll, thanks so much. Anybody anywhere can pick up our show via KVON.com while we tape it live and uh, broadcast it live, or they can go to the Apple iTunes store and hear the podcast. Just search for Judd's Napa Valley Show. You mentioned San Diego because one of our guests is from there. We're going to get... And New York. And and, and New York because the other guest is from there. We have from the Blue Note Napa owner Ken Tesler and Chef Jessica Sedlicek. 
Great to have you guys here. And Ken, I see you brought a little something for the for a little bit we do here called uh, Get Your Hands on Judd's Goodies. Is this something you're okay with me giving away? Uh, Folks yeah. Folks can get their hands on? Absolutely. Uh, I wasn't sure from your email what direction you wanted to go with something like that. It's so, totally uh, up to you. I like to see what folks bring. <laughs> I, so I grabbed something off my desk on the way in here this okay. morning. What, what, so, what, what do you got? Uh, we had some ghost hunters visit the opera house uh i don't know a couple really? weeks back yes and uh this is a videotape that they did or a documentary i should say that they did actually on sonoma county not napa on haunted sonoma county and wow. apparently we have ghosts in the opera house and they want to do <laughs> a uh a bit of their next documentary uh, include us they haven't been in to shoot yet so uh now, we've talked about Ghosts of Napa Valley on our Halloween shows where uh, Napa Valley Historical Society comes in and tells us some, you know, true stories about some mysterious stuff. And they haven't brought up the Opera House. Can you can you maybe tell us a little bit before we even give those away? I'm excited I, now. I'm getting I honestly, sidetracked. But... I, I hate to say it. I don't. They apparently have the history and they haven't oh, okay. been in to tell me the whole story. But apparently, and I may get it wrong, there's a ghost named Annabelle or something like that that resides in the Opera House. And wow. supposedly our predecessors there have interacted with said ghost. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I have it on good authority from a person who will remain nameless because she'll kill me if I mention her name on the air, who, who, <laughs> who, who, who has a connection to ghosts. She says there's no ghosts in the Opera House. So oh, okay. I don't know. But, uh, I maybe guess folks can come to the Blue Note, which is situated at the Napa Valley Opera House, and that's right. Find out. I, I guess so. so. Okay, so we've got a DVD of. Can I see that there? What is that called? It's called a Haunted Sonoma County. Uh, great. This is a feature-length documentary film. Still new in wrappers, so I haven't seen it. Yet. If folks, if folks would like to have this, and it looks like you have. A, that's a Blue Note T-shirt and a Blue Note T-shirt. Fabulous. So. If you're listening right now and you are not in your car, park if you are, uh, get on Twitter, whether you're on your computer or on your phone, and the first tweet that says, uh, getting my hands on Judd's goodies with the hashtag JNVS for Judd's Napa Valley Show. And if you want me to really see it right away, do at Judd's Hill and it'll pop up right on my screen. So the first tweet in gets the uh, Haunted Sonoma County DVD, the Blue Note t-shirt, compliments of Blue Note Napa owner Ken Tesler. Thanks, Ken. Sure thing. Letting <laughs> folks get their hands on Judd's goodies. All right, we talked a little bit about the food, which sounds fantastic. I can't wait to have a meal. I popped in and heard some music and just kind of hung out by the bar. So I I've got to get in and have a meal. I I'm, I'm even more excited now. The menu looked great. Now I can't wait to really dive in. But let's hear about the the, the music concept because sure. it's it's it is a jazz club. You mentioned you know rock and roll happens upstairs or other types of music happens upstairs. So when you're when you go into the Blue Note, what 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 does one expect to hear and see? Well, as you mentioned, we're definitely a jazz club, so mm -hmm. everything is jazz centric downstairs. But that said, I mean, first off, when it comes to jazz, there are countless genres sure. of jazz. So. Uh -huh. You know, from Latino jazz to, as Jessica mentioned before, New Orleans jazz mm -hmm. to classic straight-up jazz to soft jazz. Yeah. Um, th there's everything. So the music spans a wide range of, of types, <laughs> to put it simply. And then from there, we kind of go out in concentric circles. We've had singer-songwriters. We we have some rock and roll in the, downstairs. Uh, we'll do bluegrass. Oh, you are. Um, I mean, the, I love that. Really, the the real concept of the room is to be able to have an intimate experience with the artists. 
And there's a, no doubt you get that. Yeah, a sold-out show is 140 people. That includes the bar. So there's yeah. you know maybe 80 tables and then the bar space. And there is no bad seat in the house. So No. And the way you've oriented it, the bar is the back of the room. Right. And that's, what, how many feet to the stage? I mean, it's super close. Yeah, it's 50 feet to the stage, yeah. maybe. You're I mean, right on top of the musicians. We had, I mean, we had Brian Culbertson play uh, for New Year's Eve. And, you know, he's a keyboardist primarily, but he also plays the trombone. And I really thought that he was going to hit somebody <laughs> in the table with a slide of his trombone. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, it's, it's that close. And, you know, we opened with Chris Bodie. And there were songs where he comes down into the audience and plays his horn opposite his singer, Cy Smith. And you're literally, you know, if, if he sat down, he'd be sitting on your table. He's that close to you. And, you know, a guy like Bodie plays big theaters, you know, sure. two or 3,000 people. So, you know, while that's a great show and you're seeing him up on stage, there's nothing like seeing a performer like that right. in such an uh, intimate environment. You know, when we reach out to singer-songwriters who might not be jazz, but otherwise would play again in a theater, we get them for two shows a night. We get them in that intimate environment. It's something really special. So that that's our goal from yeah. a music standpoint. It's very cool. And and it sounds like you have what you call the the four creative pillars right. that, <laughs> that, that guide the Blue Note. And those are, first, world-class music. Sure. Second, gourmet farm-to-table cuisine, chef. Uh, third, spectacular local wines. You're right here in Napa Valley. Absolutely. And fourth, exciting art. And you mentioned the Gordon Huther, local right. artist here, has done the interior, and it is it is beautiful. Do you want to try Thank to you. describe? You said you couldn't sure. describe. You want to give it a shot, though? Well, it, it, kind of, it was, it, again, going back to the stars lining up, as corny as that sounds, we didn't have a firm direction of where we wanted to go, and the contractors were ripping the place apart, and <laughs> you know, we knew how we wanted to lay things out, but we were we, we hadn't come up with the way the back bar was going to look. There was a, 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 a wall, one of the walls of the place uh, where our predecessors just had lots of the same bottles of wine on the wall, and it was it was not doing it for us. Gordon sits on the board of the Opera House, and he came by really, nothing more to say hello. Mm -hmm. And he asked us where we were going creatively, because that's where his mind always is. Sure. And we mentioned that we were a little lost, actually. And within a half hour, he had spewed out so much creativity that my partner and I just were speechless. <laughs> so we asked him to, to help us out, and he did. And he started doing some renderings and from there, it it became what is the Blue Note Napa today. Mm, it's to a beautiful space. Thank you. To describe it, there's a lot of blue lighting. It's certainly very blue. We've used uh, recessed and hidden LED blue lights in a lot of places uh, behind acrylics to give back glows and things like that. We have one whole wall that is comprised of somewhere in the neighborhood of 250 to 300 brass instruments suspended as yeah. if they're floating yeah, on cool. panels of the wall. We have 32,000 corks that make up two panels or two and a half panels. Behind the bar, again, we have those acrylic panels with, of course, your 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 bottles of liquor and all that kind of glow. But in between there, we've, we've got about 1,000 drumsticks that Vic Firth was, was uh, kind enough to provide for us. And they make kind of a mosaic on these panels that also glow. And if you look at it in different ways, 
they it almost gives you a 3D floating effect with with the drumstick. Obviously, it's very music oriented. Yeah, but and you're it, in the cool. environment when you walk mm-hmm. into that space. You are in an environment. It's 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 great. Now, you guys have a of a locals night too. Tell we do. How does that work out? Well, that's really important to us. To me, our entire business model centers around the local community. So what we did is we took Tuesdays. And it's almost every Tuesday. Here and there, we have something come in where we, we can't do it. But it's most Tuesdays, we bring in uh, local Bay Area musicians, first off. And, and I have to say, we've been blown away by the talent mm. in the Bay Area. I mean, uh, the the one of the family members who owns the Blue Note brand came in for our grand opening, and he was seeing some of the bands that we had during our pre-opening, which are all locals. And he was he's, he said, talent here is better than New York. So wow. uh, the talent pool, the quality, it's amazing. So we bring in wonderful local Bay Area talent. We have uh, Chef Jessica has prepared a special menu for the locals. It's, it's Ah, what do locals eat, Chef Jessica? Ah, what do locals <laughs> eat? <laughs> well, everything, really. Yeah. Um, but, well, but we, mostly everything. <laughs> <laughs> we made it a little... Um, more of kind of a, a pub style food. We did. We have our blue burger on our locals night menu. Which, if you haven't come in to try it, it's it's been a very popular item. It's insanely um, good. <laughs> and then we have our pork belly sandwich, which is braised on a bed of uh, red red cabbage slaw. We have our gumbo again to bring it back to to those southern roots. Um, and then a bunch of snacks and things that people can share and and pick off of. We have our house made pretzels. Oh. So we do. Um, we have a actually a pretty extensive bread program in the restaurant where we're making oh, really? a lot of our breads oh, great. from uh, from scratch and in-house, as well as where we're sourcing our meats. It, they're from all heritage breeds. So I'm really, I'm proud of that. Good to know. Yeah. So great. Tuesday, local night, yep. a little bit more casual well, menu. Yeah, uh, yes, casual definitely. menu. Price is very approachable on the menu. Very good. Which is very important Locals like us. that. If I learned nothing mm-hmm. else living in Napa that folks who live here like I can't afford to live here anymore where's where do I go to have a meal we 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 absolutely feel that and want to make it very approachable from a price standpoint and to that end we also we always have a music feed you know raging uh, not necessarily locals night but in general tickets could cost ten dollars on up depending on the act 25 35 45 Mm, 55 mm -hmm. locals night if you're from a local zip code around here you give us your email address you join our locals membership program And you don't pay the music charge on oh, Tuesday nights. Wonderful. So you That's come in, great. hear awesome music, have great food, and it, it's all very reasonably priced. And drink specials. Drink specials. Oh, you can't forget drink, those, thank right? Thank you. Drink yeah. specials, highlight certain <laughs> wines. Absolutely. So Fabulous. we make it a real party for locals on Tuesday, and it's so far it's been working out really great. And we, by the way, appreciate everybody coming out and supporting us because they really have, and we wouldn't, we, we couldn't be here if not for the local support that we've been getting. And I just want to say that we really appreciate. Yeah, it. it's it's necessary here. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, it's a big town, but it's a small town. A lot it's of folks sure. come in, but you know you got to have the core support. Now, obviously, what you do is you've created this, I think, a good times place. But what do you guys do when you're not there? Like, what what's What's fun for you, Chef? What do you, We're what do you like there. to do? You're <laughs> yeah, exactly. There. Always there. You know what? I should know better. I'm in, I'm in business for myself. I understand the restaurant business. There is no time off. But if you were to have some moments, are you like, what do you do? Are you a musician? Do you play music? I, I don't. I really wish I did. Yeah. I'm a... I'm a huge live music fan. That's actually one of the reasons I, I decided to jump on this project was, yeah. I mean, live music is a big part of my life. Um, I go out of my way to find great music. So right. that's usually what I do on my days off. I, I listen to, to something great. 
this is going to sound really cheesy, but I go out to eat and I go, I drink wine and go tasting and try to take advantage of what's in the valley. Yeah, get inspired. Um, exactly. Uh, but there are days where, you know what, I just, I just chill at home and uh, curl up with my dogs and, and watch a movie. And that's, that's some of my days off as well. So it's, uh, it, it, it depends. You got to relax. I, I got to relax. It's, yeah, it's, I got to got to take some time off. Yeah, good. Can about you? You've moved out here from back east. You got your family. What do you guys like to do when you're around Napa or the area? And um, you're not hanging at the club, making sure everything's <laughs> running smoothly. Well, uh, I guess a few things. I mean, first and foremost, hang out with my wife. Of course, that means both of us being out of the club at the same time because right. she's our director of operations. Oh, okay. Family uh, business. Definitely. You know, we both like movies. Mm-hmm. She's not a sports fan. I am, so yeah. I like to watch sports. If we could actually get out of here for a weekend or something, which probably won't happen for a few years, but I'm looking forward to to seeing uh, Lake Tahoe area. I actually did. I confess, get up there for a day and a half. Day and a half. About a month and a half ago. It's gorgeous, so, isn't it? Oh my God! It was, we were up there for the first big snowstorm, mm. and it was beautiful. And I'm a big skier, and haven't had time in the last bunch of years to ski. It was nice, nice to get on the slopes again, and especially there, it was great. Oh, good, good. Well, you know, welcome to town. Thank you. Quite literally, since you've just recently moved, yep. and and figuratively, the business. I'm, you know, glad you guys are here, and I'm looking forward to many more fun evenings. Uh, selfishly, to get in and hear some great music. If folks want to see the calendar of what's coming up, it's all at bluenotenapa.com. Yep. Menus up there. You can see what Chef is preparing. See who's coming to town. You know, I want to ask you guys something, and I hope you can take this with an open mind and <laughs> answer as honestly as you want to, but I hope for candid, honest answer, if you don't mind. Um, do you guys go nuts for donuts? Uh-oh. Oh, uh, wow. sure. You do. That's <laughs> Yeah, good. I love donuts. <laughs> okay, well, then the you're... donuts are back. Then you're in luck. Oh, Why don't you boy. take that pink box right there? from our local uh, buttercream uh, bakery here. Open that up. Oh, wow. Ooh, and if you wouldn't mind each uh, selecting one of those. We could mm. do that. Yeah. One person selects at a time. Yes, please. Ladies order first. In an orderly fashion. Ladies first. Well, I have to go with the donut, with the pink sprinkles. Okay, They're the raised donut with pink, pink glaze yes. and the kind of uh, white, yellow, and pink pastel sprinkles for chef. And Ken's going classic, raised chocolate. Oh, definitely. So let's let's go to Chef here first. Say this is coming out on one of your plates, this pink glazed donut. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's accompanying that there at the Blue Note? Ooh, <laughs> at the Blue Note. Yeah, you said you get inspired. You know, let's go reverse. You said before you were you were inspired by the music. You can start eating. Feel free right. <laughs> to create a dish. Now you've got a dish. Create maybe something that goes with it, in, in, including the music that would go with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this, well, I would have to put this on our brunch menu that we're, we'll oh, be starting. there's an idea. Um, so we would cut this in half, probably sear it in a little bit of butter to get that crispiness. Um, and then we would make a donut sandwich out of this yeah. with some scrambled eggs, maybe some house-cured uh, mangalitsa bacon. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, definitely healthy. We're going healthy with this yeah, donut. That's a donut. <laughs> yeah, that's right up my alley. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's that's what we would we would do with this this pink donut. And then you know what? The pink would add that color, that little splash on the plate. So and the music great. that would be playing as it came out. Ah, uh, something funky. Something maybe, funky, maybe, definitely yeah. funky. Something um, funky. 
Definitely. Yeah, with, yeah. The, with the, the pink and the sprinkles, mm-hmm. definitely something funky. Something funky. Yeah. Something a little funk on Maybe it. Maybe a little ro- ro- Royal Jelly Jive. Oh, one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, one uh, of our favorite local bands. Yes, definitely. Uh, all right, right, right on. Show. Go. We got that. Now, Ken, you, you chose the uh, chocolate raised. And I'm just going to stick with you with, with the music. You know, you put out a ticket. You've got someone you're perf- that's performing at the Blue Note. And it says, uh, every ticket holder gets this donut, but who's the act? Well, I, I, I guess I kind of already went there. I mean, don't I'm I'm thinking Royal so, Jelly Jive. So it's not with the chocolate. If, if as this well. well, if this was a jelly jo- donut, and then we also had Jelly Bread. Another we have a lot of jelly bands, but okay. uh, <laughs> um, I'm on Jelly Belly. Yeah, we haven't had Jelly Belly yet, but that's that. Well, the Jelly Bellies. I mean, the factory's right up the road, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 still thinking. You know, donuts are, are fun and and stuff like that, and we do a lot of funk bands. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with Royal Jelly Jive or, or maybe a Funk Revival, something like that. All right, you heard it here, folks. That's where we're going. I'm looking forward to these donut brunches coming up soon. There you go. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Mad Lib. That's right. It's our Mad Lib style fill-in-the-blank word game. And, you know, you both know how to do this, uh, Ken, Chef Jessica. We're going to play fill-in-the-blanks. So, either one of you can answer. I'm not going to pick on one or the other, so whoever has it, just shout it out. I'll take the first one I hear. How about okay, that? Okay, sounds okay, like but I'm eating a donut. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just don't choke on the air. I'll try not to. All right. You know, I did that once. I was being interviewed uh, live on uh, KRON Channel 4 about our wine. I was at the studio, and I'm sitting down tasting wine with the fellow, and I open up the Pinot Noir. We take a sip. He says, tell me about this Pinot. And I go, <laughs> and I you know, swallowed the wrong way, and I'm like gagging live on the air, and uh, I've never lived it down because I keep bringing it up because it's funny. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, I'm like spitting out my own wine on live TV. How about the name of a person in the room? Well, you said your own wine, so how about Judd Finkelstein? Oh, me. Okay, that's good. How about the name of another person in the room? Well, uh, you know, the second most important person, Lauren Mole, we'll have to put that one out there. Hey, now! I, I dispute that second most. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do the show unless Lauren's here. Oh, there you go. Uh, how about an adjective? Uh, let's go with curly. 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 Like a last name. Just, just make up any last name. Just make up a last name for somebody. Uh, Dorfman. Dorfman. Okay. That's a good one. Dorfman, an adjective, good for a chef, have a descriptor perhaps, Mm -hmm. Uh, or a music aficionado always has some good descriptors, so what what do you think, an adjective? Itchy. (laughs) Itchy. Great. A number. How about about 60 trillion? Wow, 60 trillion. Great, got it. Another adjective? Well, uh, let's see. My dog makes me think of it. He's furry. Furry. Cute. Ooh, interesting. A quality of being, like uh, how something can feel or appear or uh, just be. Does that make sense? That does. Okay. How about enlightened? Perfect. Enlightened. That is a good quality of being. That enlightened. We're almost done. A geographic location. It could be anywhere on the planet or off the planet. doesn't matter. Well, I'm anywhere. going off the planet. I'll go to the moon. The moon. While you're thinking about locations, how about another one? Another geographic location? Um, 
Oh, I drove here in my truck. How about the bed of my truck? <laughs> I like that. That's creative. Bed of my truck. Or Ken's. I'm going to write Ken's truck. And another geographic location, finally. Uh, we'll, st- we'll stay with the bed theme, my dog's bed. <laughs> okay. Dog's bed. Okay. We're done. Here's what we're going to do. Earlier today, I happened to be on bluenotenapa.com mm. and clicked on the page that says About. Oh, okay. You copied it down, and you've just rewritten part Uh of the story. Are you ready? (laughs) This is from the BlueNoteNapa.com website. The legendary Blue Note Jazz Club was one of the first contemporary venues in the country to present jazz in an intimate, upscale setting. So far, so good. So far, so good. Notable performances at Blue Note Jazz Club include sets by great musical artists such as Judd Finkelstein. Hey, thank oh, you very much. Oh, nice. And, oh, excuse me, Judd Finkelstein, Lauren Mull. Hey, Lauren. Huh. And Interesting. Curly Dorfman, to name a few. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting some good acts in there. Yeah. Congratulations. Whoever's yeah, booking. Cur- Curly's a regular. Yeah. yeah. Expensive, though, you know. He is. Wow. Yeah, you can't have them every night, but, you know, you got to <laughs> hit town with a splash. All right, the venue continues to present both jazz royalty and itchy instrumentalists and vocalists 60 trillion days a week. Yeah, Oof. that's why yeah. we work so hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. to, to, to... Take your time, Judd. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing. I think this is funny. All right, uh, that, 60 trillion days a week to regularly furry audiences. Hmm. What are you advertising? <laughs> Striving for an international reputation of... I'm going to say enlightenment. Great. Ooh, that's good. I like that. That one really like fit in there. Too, yeah. yeah. The Blue Note has expanded the Blue Note brand overseas by spearheading the opening of multiple Blue Note jazz clubs on the moon, in the bed of Ken's truck, <laughs> and in Ken's dog's bed. There we go. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to your successes. Thank you. The Blue Note Napa is... Uh, it's a cool spot, and uh, welcome to town. Thanks for being here today. Appreciate Thank you. that very much. This is Lauren Mull speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gilamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.